In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. I'm reading from 1 John 3, 8, third chapter, 8th verse. To this end was the Son of Man, the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, where did that happen? I'm looking at John 19:25, And that is what the soldiers did. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clophus, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her home, into his home. After this, Jesus knew that all was finished. He said, In order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of wine on a branch of hyssop, and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. The works of the devil were destroyed on the cross of Jesus Christ. When we pray the sorrowful mysteries, I often think and often say that this is where Satan was defeated. This is where our sicknesses were healed. This is where Jesus shows his infinite love. Let me read another scripture from Luke's gospel. I have given you authority. Now this is, this is stuff about authority. It's got to be used. You've got to take the authority. Last night someone gave a testimony and everyone started clapping because they had a, the guy that did the testimony had authority. But you know what? I said to the people that are clapping, you've got the same authority to pray over people. And if you don't do it, you're just not doing what God wants. So let's continue. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm you. It's all about what happened at Calvary on the cross Jesus defeated the devil. On the cross, Jesus took our sicknesses and he bore our wounds and carried our infirmities. It's all about the cross. You will hear Jesus saying after a miracle, do not tell anybody. Why? Because the great miracle was going to be at Calvary where Jesus Christ defeated Satan and Jesus Christ defeated sickness and Jesus Christ defeated sin in us. To trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all of the power of the enemy, not some of the power of the enemy, all of the power of the enemy. 
What's the enemy's power? Is it poverty? Is it sickness? Is it fear? On the cross, Jesus overcame all of that. And now Jesus lives in you, the hope of glory. So nothing, as Luke tells us, will harm you. Nothing can harm you. If we're not on a head, if we don't wake up and we're not on a head-on collision with the devil, it's because we're both running in the same direction. If the devil is in your life and trying to stop you, that's a good thing because you're coming against his kingdom. But Jesus has already won the battle on the cross, and now you walk it out in victory. Jesus, Timothy tells us. What does he tell us? In Timothy 1, 7, For God gave us a spirit of fear, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. So if we have fear in our life, what does it say it is? It's a spirit. It's a demon of fear that's trying to keep you small. But in Jesus' name, we have authority over these spirits, over these demons. And I break, in Jesus' name, every spirit of fear coming against you, every spirit of shame that's trying to keep you small, every spirit of condemnation coming against your life. In Romans 8, 1, it tells us there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation for you. The Lord's not condemning you. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. So Jesus gave us freedom and authority over the devil and the works of the devil. When the devil comes into a room, he carries all of the attributes of hell with him. He carries sickness with him. He carries poverty with him. He carries fear with him. But who the sun sets free is free indeed. So when you rebuke and renounce the devil, you cast him out of your life, the things of hell need to go. But the thing is, Jesus, the hope of glory is within you. So when you walk into a room, guess what needs to be attached to you? All the things of heaven. When you come in a room, angels walk in there with you. Healing walks in there with you. The abundant life walks in there with you. For God has a plan and a purpose for you, and he wants to use you today more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine. But you see, even though he wants to use you, are you willing to let him use you? That's the issue. Are you available? I love that word, available. When I was a deacon, I had told the Lord I was going to speak about God's love at a certain group of people, and I did. I spoke about God's love. But there was a hanging alb from a pipe standing there, like the priest had put his alb there. And the Lord told me, there's someone here that's going to commit suicide. Speak to it. Now, I didn't know if this was God or me, but I wasn't going to take a chance. So I started to talk about Jesus Christ and that he had a purpose for us, a purpose that was good, a purpose that was fine, and we did not have to hurt ourselves. We did not have to kill ourselves, but Jesus Christ came to give us peace, to give us life, to give us light, oh yes, a future and a hope. And I kept on preaching to it, and I figured, well, you know, if somebody here was commit suicide, this was the message for them. Three days later, I got a telephone call from a lady who said, I had the pills already. And I said to the Lord, 
I give you one more chance. That woman became the CCD coordinator of the church. Authority needed to be taken. I didn't know if it was I ate too much garlic the night before, but I knew that if I didn't speak to it and there was someone there, that I would be responsible for that person's death. And what was triggering this woman to want to commit suicide? It's these little lying demonic spirits which have already been defeated on the cross, have already been defeated in your life, who have no authority over you except to try to get you to agree with their lies. Angels, demons, they exist in another dimension. But the only way they come into this dimension with us is through agreement and attraction. So are we agreeing with the devil and his lies? Are we attracting the devil? You know, praise and worship and loving Jesus, being a place of heaven, that attracts the angelic realm. But the demonic realm, our ears are gates, our eyes are gates. Are we letting the devil into our body? You know, if we're watching pornography on our computer... Lord's putting this on my heart. We're letting in demons within us. We're letting devils come in. And when devils come into us through our eyes, they bring in all of hell. They bring in sickness. They bring in perversion. They bring in anger. They bring in fear. Today, the word for you is Jesus Christ isn't come condemning you, but he's come to set you free. And those who the sun set free is free indeed. We need to shut down these gates. If we're watching pornography, it's going to destroy your life. It's going to destroy your marriage. It's going to destroy your ministry. It's going to dis- The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we're just asking the devil, come on in. We're giving him authority to come on in. Even if we're watching TV and we're watching things about murder, we know what the, we know what the frequency and the channel of heaven is, and that's what we want to be tuned into. We don't want to be tuned into the... The channel of hell because when we're tuned into the channel of hell your eyes are your eyes are gates your ears are gates and you're just opening wide for the devil to have a foothold in your life and he wants to kill steal and destroy but you have been given authority to trample on the serpents and the scorpions and demons are so weak they need a door to enter us They need a door to enter us. So we close these doors, we cast the devil out of us, and we start to live a purified life. When God gives us his purity, he also gives us his boldness. I said this the other day, but look at a little baby. That child will look into your eyes and glare into your eyes without blinking. Are we able to look into other people's eyes? Are we able to walk in an upright life because we are filled with the light of Christ? That's all Jesus wants to do today. He wants to fill you with his light. He wants to fill you with his power. He wants to fill you with everything attached to heaven. So in Jesus' name, I take authority right now over every stronghold in your life, every demonic power that's come in through trauma, through anxiety, through any doors. In Jesus' name, we close the doors. And by the power of Jesus Christ, We break that power. We break that power of the enemy over your life. The tormenting thoughts must go in Jesus' name. The lying, the perverse spirits, I cast you out in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus said, if I cast out demons 
by the finger, the finger of God, then you know the kingdom of God has come upon you. And the kingdom of God has nothing to do with darkness. It is a kingdom of light. It is a kingdom of power. It is a kingdom of authority. And we need to take these things. You see, if we don't take them, nothing happens. Like when's the last time someone poured out their soul upon you and told you things that they never told other people? What did you do with it? Did you use it for gossip? Or did you close your mouth and swallow it? No, you needed to pray with that person. You needed to say, I want to pray with you about this. Yes, you needed to lay hands upon that person. Jesus said they shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall be healed. That's, that's the gospel. That's the gospel, and it's been hidden for ages, unfortunately. It's been hidden for ages. And you know what? Most ministers, most priests do not know the power and authority that they have. Whenever I go to a function and there are loads of priests, I say, Lord, there are loads of authority here, loads of power here, but do they know it? Do they know it? Do they know it? Not only to the priest, but to the person who has surrendered their life to Jesus. You see, we have authority, but we have to take the authority. We have to lay hands upon the sick. We have to pray until they get better. These are the things we're called to do as Christians. They shall lay hands upon the sick, and they shall be healed. When's the last time you did it? If you haven't, then you do it soon. No condemnation. Romans 8, 1, as Anthony said, there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. The condemnation comes from another source, from the source of Satan. Condemnation says, you're not good enough. You don't really speak in tongues. You're not saved. You're just pretending. Oh, yes, a condemnation and things that will make you feel like a penny waiting for change. <laughs> and it's from the evil one. It's not from God. God says, I had a little boy last night, and he came for prayer. And I looked into his eyes. His eyes were so beautiful. I said, Jesus says he loves you so much. He loves you so much. I said it three times, and he was just glowing with the love of God. We are called to be children, children that have defeated the devil through the cross of Jesus Christ. We are called to be children, children that pray for people, that they would be healed, because by his stripes we were healed. What are we speaking into our children? Are we speaking life? Are we speaking the messages of heaven? Or are we speaking condemnation? Are we speaking unbelief? These children are like sponges. And the children need to know the unadulterated gospel truth. That you have received power. That you were created to be a world changer. That Jesus loves you and has a plan for you. When Jesus came upon this earth, it was all about recreating himself. And that's what Jesus wants to do in you. When ministry were called to rec recreate Jesus in other people, 
Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. It doesn't say that Jesus healed some diseases and sickness. It didn't say that Jesus gave people sickness so they could carry it. He said he came on the scene, destroyed the works of the devil, and healed every disease, every sickness, every infirmity. We all have our crosses to carry, but sickness isn't one of them. Fear isn't one of them. Anything that's from hell is not meant for you to carry. Jesus came to give you freedom. He came to destroy the works of the enemy. And this is why the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus, he went everywhere, and he freed people. He healed them, and he preached the good news of the kingdom, not you're going to go to hell if you don't repent. John the Baptist preached repentance, but Jesus came on the scene with power. The gospel is the power of God, the manifest power of God. Jesus Christ, he's, a, he's a fa- the revelation of the Father's heart. And then what did he tell to the apostles? He said, preach as you go, saying, the kingdom of get- heaven is at hand. Do you know the kingdom of heaven is on this earth? The kingdom of heaven resides within you and is to be released upon this earth? That Jesus' ministry has continued through you? That you have wells of the glory of God, wells of healing, wells of heaven, wells of the Holy Spirit bubbling up within you? Father, in Jesus' name, if anyone has not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, sovereignly baptize them in the Holy Spirit like the apostles did on the day of Pentecost. You will receive power power. Jesus doesn't want you to walk in a powerless gospel. The gospel is the power of God manifest, and it wants to manifest in your life. The devil, once you're saved, he knows you're saved, but he wants to keep you in a small place. Jesus wants to give you expansion. He wants your life to have expansion in you. He wants, when you walk into the room, the atmosphere of heaven to come with you. Jesus, he told the apostles, heal the sick. Raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, give without pay. You know, when Jesus came, he first drove out demons. He first worked miracles. And then everyone wanted to hear the preaching. Then everyone sit down and understand what we're got, what he had. You are called to walk in and release the power of God. Let the preach the gospel and use words if necessary. Let the gospel be preached through God's power manifesting through your life. How do I do it? Just do it. How do I do it? You just do it. When I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I didn't know anything except what the gospel said. And I just went out and I did the best I can. But you know what? God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the calling. So as you step out, Jesus will never let you down. Think about it. He's such a good God. If you go out to pray for someone, if you go out to preach the gospel, do you don't think the po- God will give you his power? God will give you his power. He will give you his power. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and throughout all the ends of the earth. Oh yes, on the day of Pentecost they received power. What happened? 
on the day of Jesus' resurrection, he breathed in them the Holy Spirit. He said, receive the Holy Spirit to the apostles. Whose sins you forgive shall be forgiven. Whose sins you retain shall be retained. There's the sacrament of penance. But on the day of Pentecost, the giving of the law, that's what the day of Pentecost was, the giving of the law, that spirit that was in the apostles became a life-giving stream, a life-giving stream, a life-giving well bubbling up to do the works of God. After the Pentecost experience, you don't hear the apostles saying, well, you know what, we, we, we tried, but nothing happened. No. In the movie of called The Chosen, Jesus separates them two by two and tells them to go heal the sick and cast out demons and to raise the dead. And one of the apostles says, but what we, I don't feel anything. And Jesus said, you don't have to feel anything at all. Just go and do it. Amen. Just go and do it. And who is doing it? You know, we see these people that are doing it. This should be done in the church. This, I'm going to tell you a story happened a long time ago. I prayed with a woman who had uh, laryngitis. And by the end of the prayer, the laryngitis was gone. And there happened to be a bishop in the area. And I told him, we prayed with a woman with laryngitis. He didn't even want to listen to me. Here he has the fullness of the priesthood. I'm just a simple priest. But I know I have authority. He wouldn't even listen. And he's a good man. He loves Jesus. He's a good man. But you know what? He does not know the authority that he has. We are being shown day by day the authority that has been given to us. And it's for you. That authority is not for me. It is for you, so that you might be blessed, so that you might be delivered, so that you might be healed. Yeah. So to end this broadcast, we're going to take authority, and as the Holy Spirit leads me and Father Tom, we're going to pray for deliverance. So all you need to do is receive and believe. In Jesus' name, there's someone who you, you were abused when you were a child, and in that moment of abuse, fear, shame, condemnation, a lot of spirits entered. Jesus, go back. You're outside of time. Go back into that memory. Let Jesus come into that memory right now. Let him come and heal you and hold you in his arms. And in Jesus' name, I cast out every demon, every spirit of sickness, every spirit of fear, perversion, anxiety, worthlessness that came in with that abuse. And in Jesus' name, I command these demons to go to the foot of the cross right now by the power of the resurrected Lord. I take authority over fear, the fear that has grabbed God's people. It is from the enemy in the name of Jesus by the power of the blood. I command that fear to be loosed and I bind and cast it to the very hands of Jesus Christ. Fear be gone in Jesus' name now. 
the demon of passivity, that the devil has been keeping you boxed in a small place, lying to you that you are worthless, that you cannot do anything, that you're constantly passive, and you feel like you're not even existing in this world. You're watching it pass you by because the devil has you boxed in. Devil, I say this is your last day afflicting this child of God in the mighty name of Jesus. I command you to leave and go to the foot of the cross. I bind your powers and I cast you out in Jesus' mighty name. The spirit of addiction, your time is over in Jesus' name. I command you to come up and out of this child of God. Up and out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over the spirits of sickness. Yes. Oh, some of you think this is what God wants me to do to suffer. This is not what God wants you to do. Because if he did want you to do it, you'd be smiling. And you'd be happy about it. But this is not what God wants you to do. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over the spirits of sickness and infirmity. And I command them especially in the stomach, to come out of them in Jesus' name by the power of the cross, to come out now in Jesus' name by the power of the cross. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every sickness and disease. He healed every sickness of disease. Disease and sickness is under your feet. Spirit of cancer, demon of cancer in Jesus name I bind you and I command you to go to hell and wither and die I speak to the demonic power of cancer and in Jesus name I command you to wither and die I tear you out by your roots of this child of God and we loose the healing power of Jesus Christ we lose the light of Christ. We lose heaven. Father, just flood everyone listening with your divine light. Flood them with your divine light that drives out any darkness. If they're having a hard time with any of this teaching, Lord, just give them peace. Give them peace. But activate them to the truth, Jesus, why you came. For this reason, the Son of God was manifest to destroy the works of the devil. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.